Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is Halloween Eve. It's 31st of October 2023. It's just gone nine o'clock on the top floor of RF Towers. It's the county finals review show in association with Shaw Commercials. Shaw Commercials offer a wide range of new and used Renault trucks for sale. Van hire and rental, CVRT testing, Renault truck and servicing and parts. That's Shaw Commercials, the Brafey Road, Castlebar. Uh, thanks again for their sponsorship. Tonight on the show, we'll be going through the senior, intermediate, junior and junior A, junior B finals. And we'll have a quick chat. We've got Ronan Kenny. We've Enda Mac. John Stagg is on holidays. John, if you're listening, hope you're having a great time. Special guest this evening, none other than the Kalmina manager, winner of the Intermediates this year, friend of the pod, John Riley. John, we'll go straight to you. You were good enough to give us some time after, I'm sure, a hectic few days around uh, Westport and Kalmina. I know that the Kalmina players anywhere aren't, uh, they're not, uh, they're not giving in on the celebrations. They had a good couple of days there. They're going strong. It was impressive. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Riff. Yeah, look, there was a, there was a lot of uh, festive fun around Kalmina for the last, I think, three or four days. I think a few boys are are still out there somewhere. Uh, we'll get a <laughs> we'll get a roundup and a, a name check on Friday when we uh, run a bit of beer out of the lads. Yeah, it's going to be. As expected, I think you can, you can, you can, you can, um, you can let them away with it. Give them a pass for this week. They uh, they performed admirably in the final. They looked looked the part, and uh, no one's going to begrudge them a couple of days in the beer. How are you anyway, John? Since then, or have you settled back into it again? I suppose you're 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 already planning ahead for uh, for the rest of the year and and so on. Yeah, I think. Look at uh, I don't spend a lot as long and and the nights out of the boys. Believe it or not, I was on the couch at nine o'clock on Saturday watching the second half of the rugby with my uh, second uh, child, Sarah, chilling out yeah. uh, because I was goosed after that <laughs> game. I was very tired. We do a lovely meal in the Clue Bay and put a shout out to Darren there and uh, look at the Cavalade into town and the people greeting you and look at it's It's great and these are the days you train for, and I, I, you look at. I think everyone needs to experience that in their life, and we're lucky now to experience two county final wins in the last, I think, three or four years. So, we're we're in a good place. Yeah, you must be. Uh, probably one thing I I was talking to Enda today about it, but when did the when did you get involved first with the senior team? I know you were involved with the minors. Was that a step on, or was it? How did it work? How did it work? But what was the timeline with with your time with Clean yeah. and so far? So I came home from England uh, in 2017 and uh, I took over the minor team. And we look at John Ryan, Keith Joyce, Kevin Ryder, to name a few lads who were part of that setup. And we, we had a good year that year. I think we won the West Mayo B, beating Bershul. And uh, believe it or not, we couldn't compete in the championship in, in August that time because a lot of boys had gone away on holidays. And uh, we were Mickey Feeney was over at that time. And believe it or not, we won the Division Four League that year. And we got knocked out in the quarterfinal by Ballycastle. And fair bit to Mickey, he put a great organisational stamp on the boys. And you could see that there was the raw material was coming through. And uh, I was called into the Castle Court one evening to sit down with Michael Gavin, Park Moore, Willie Keevney and, and Ali McCrone. And they asked me what my thoughts are, where the club was going. And uh, I said, hold on a minute, boys, this is a bit of a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, 
I got I got the job. I I took them on, and we I was three years there with Darren and Davy, and we lost the we got to, we lost the semi final twenty eighteen, semi final twenty nineteen against Kilmaine, and uh, we lost the final against Kilmaine and. I said to the lads, maybe we need a bit of a change up. I think Darren was, you know, stepping back a bit, and Davy went and took over, took over the girls' team, and uh, got on to Peter Kearney and Owen Sweeney and and John Dock and re-interviewed for the job. And you know, in that interview, I said on a PowerPoint presentation, I think we can go senior. And uh, it's great when you write things down and they can happen because you know, I think look, at, I think you have to have a kind of a a vision for what you want. Whether it was I said senior, we didn't. You know, it could be ten years, it could be five years. I didn't envision that to be three years. You know, so that's kind of the timeline on it. And uh, look, at, I, I say to people is timing is is everything. Uh, I think the raw material and the young lads coming through. There's a lot of A grade players there, and there was a lot of good players there, and we we had a lot of veterans stuck around. And I think we created an environment that everyone wants to play. So we had. A lot of older players like Pat McCrone, who's you know he's fifty one now and still competing and training. And we've Neely Ryan, who's come back from a, an ACL injury in the in the All Ireland, and he's back playing. And I still play. And you got young lads coming through who are you know champing at the bit to get it. And we've got the guys at fourteen or fifteen are start talking about the senior team. So look at it's it's uh, it's a joy to be down there and uh, may it continue for us. Did it take you long? You know, because I know talking to a lot of the players, they will say there is a culture there now that they're they all. One thing I will say about the, about the Kamina team and the players, there doesn't seem to be any dickheads. Like I, I, every person I've ever met on the team, there's always you know they'll talk. There, there's there's no airs or graces about them. Did like did it take long to get that culture? Because it is evident in the group when you see them together, when you see them play, when you meet them. Outside of football, even there's a there's a, there's a certain element of human to, you know, I, I, it's very warm and you know, anytime I came across the players. Yeah, no, look, that is a you know when I when I spoke to the lads first, that was one of the the headings on a slide, no dickheads, and I, yeah. I think it rings through for a lot of teams, but invariably over the few years we have. Lads have stepped aside or stepped out of the out of the group because they couldn't be they weren't they weren't to be tolerated for the way they acted and the way they were looking at things and you know ego had to be checked at the door and there was a few fellas there that might have had that and you know they 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 moved on uh, because they just couldn't raise they couldn't raise themselves to the standards and they might have been looking for other people to blame so look at the lads and and I think when you have a group like that when they're setting the standards you know I I don't discipline the boys or put in drinking bands or anything like that uh, if one fell is and pulling pulling his weight or the lads will tell me and we we'll talk it out and saying you know what's going on or how can we help you or you know and we put in put in an action plan for them and all the lads buy into that you know ju- just a shout out to likes of Darius Lathry there you know, he didn't make the squad for the first round against Ardenry and he came to us on a Tuesday and we outlined what he needed to do. He had a total different view of what maybe he wasn't starting and we, we set him straight. And look at him there, he comes in in the in the final and he has a great game. He did a great game against Moy Davids and that's a testament to him taking it on board. So, you know, every player is given a chance and we're, we're blooding a lot of those boys that played, I think, as a, someone rang me today and they were saying, I think we had four or five guys from that under seventeen team that played against Westport in uh, in Island Eighty in the under seventeen A, and I yeah. I 
you might correct me on this, and this would be an interesting one. How many lads from that under seventeen Westport A team are now playing with their senior team in Westport? You know, yeah. so with a smaller club, with a smaller pool, we tend to bring them through. Where Westport you, have such an array of talent, it's maybe harder to bring these guys through. You probably have an, you probably have more time and more hands on with a smaller pool, maybe that oh. you can. You have to make it work with them, I suppose, because I know a lot, a lot of. A lot of people, I was talking to someone from my Davids and they were saying, oh, there was certain, there was people left on the bench and there were experienced players when they needed and they were playing younger lads. And then I and I, I played devil's advocate straight away. I said, it could be the other way around. You could be the manager and all them young lads on the bench and everyone could be saying, how are we not bringing in these 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 younger players now? You know, it, it's getting a balance, is it? Oh, it is, yeah. Look at it. I think for us, we're lucky. You know, Westport have so many players coming through, and here in Kamina, like we we've we're trying to keep maybe five or six minors two years in, yeah. and uh, we're doing that at the moment. And uh, you know, we're looking down the line, and and some of the players coming through, we're looking at the under tens and under twelves and under fourteens, and there's some quality coming through there as well. It's trying to keep them together. Uh, same, same with the senior team now with the Kamina lads. You know. If if we lost on, on on Sunday, it probably would have been or Saturday would have been my, probably my last game as a senior manager, but we won it, so it it'll galvanise us again and it'll keep continuity and the boys will want to probably stay on a little bit. I'll be building a ring fence around Clemina for the next eighteen months. No man is to leave, and uh, we might parachute a few, a few boys back in. Yeah, the likes of Connor Madden there, get them back in, and maybe Neely Duffy and these boys just to. To tie in because they're two quality players that we'd like to get back in with the squad. Yeah, you even got Niall Fian back there as a great addition in this year. I know he didn't get much time, but he's still a, a player that was talked about for years, and he wasn't went travelling. Uh, Bill is a legend. Uh, you know, and he still is. And you look at there like Chris McGlynn didn't get into the final there the last day, and he was brilliant against my Davids, really going to the game. Game and Paddy Kane, another man on the bench there, and and and, and Bill. So it, and then you got Connor Kelly who wants to get on. He's a young lad that's coming through there as well. Very very good player. So you know it's tough on them boys. They all want to play, but as I said, you have to make the decisions for the time. And we were yeah. lucky enough that our decisions worked out for us. Yeah, and look, that's senior football is up next, but I suppose we'll have to get the other two men in eagerly waiting. Enda, you were in Holland the weekend. Was it Holland or Belgium? Maastricht? It's just over the border in Holland, I think, Griff, but I flew into Brussels, um, watched watched the game in Maastricht on Saturday. Um, Congratulations, John. Uh, you're, you're going up now to senior, the way football is played at senior in Mayo, very defensive, are you going to have to change your style? Sorry to bring the negativity in straight away. It wouldn't be I, me I, I, I think, I think, I think the Mayo football next year, the senior, I think teams will look at themselves and saying that actually we, you know, we don't have to be as negative or, well, or as defensive of what we're doing. I, I think maybe you have as like, like wine, you have some good summers and you have some great summers and you have some poor ones. And I think maybe, Mayo will put Mayo football to push on at senior level and they might be more expansive. I don't know. Uh, whether we're going to change our style of play, we'll, we'll think about that. Uh, I The way I go about my business and the lads, we like to be more expressive in how we play and maybe going into the defensive system isn't what we're going to do. But who knows? Uh, we have to make that decision as a group and with the players to see how they want to play. And, you know, it's maybe it's, you know, being cautious and afraid for losing and trying to hold on to our senior status. Maybe we just have a crack at it. 
no one is expecting anything out of us going into the senior setup. So look at we just go and play football and see where it goes. I think look at I think the senior football championship, you know, being there. I wasn't there on Sunday, but I watched it and uh, I'd say it was a hard hitting game. But the shot, you know, the turnovers in terms of your shot ratio wasn't great. I think I was looking stats today. I think twenty four shots by Brafey and four scores. Jesus. You know, we need to get a little bit better than that. But you look at we had thirty four shots against uh, against Ballon Robe and we scored only twelve. Yeah, you the so. worst, you the worst conversion rate to Ballon Robe. I was, uh, was was talking to someone that was that was doing a few numbers after the game. They were saying that that actually Ballon Robe were had a better return on their on their shooting than he had, like which is which is unusual for a final, especially because you know it's always down to these fine margins, and there wasn't much between the two of you, but. We'll get into that, I suppose, when we talk about the nitty-gritty of the game itself Um, after we have a quick run at the senior. Ronan, you're mad to get in. I can see by you there. You're eager with the hand on your head. Uh, oh, man, just take it all in here. We had, a, in. we had a discussion there the last couple of days. How how do we fix this? Is it, was it, just, is it just that there was an awful lot of wides and bad shooting that most of the other stuff was pretty, pretty normal for a senior championship game? A lot of passes around were used to that. But it was just a rate of shooting that maybe made us very angry or made some people very angry. And not everyone is, 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 is down as, as maybe some of us are. Well, if you're going to compare the two games, if you, I know they're operating different levels, senior, intermediate, whatever. Or what The gulf between the levels, whatever we, we want to determine by. But there was, what, 17 scores in the intermediate final from play. 1-8, I think, to 1-7 from play, if you like, where it was... 2-1 from, from play in the senior final. So it's 17 scores versus three scores, which is fairly damning. Yeah. You know? So, and if you look at it even further, like half the outfield players or 13 players scored across the two games in the senior or in the intermediate. You know, that's a fair, that's a fair spread of scores. And the senior championship, like, had nothing like that spread. You know, it's reliant on dead ball. It's bravely scored. What in, in the second minute didn't score for again for the half? They didn't score again after forty second minute. You know, people are starved, people are frustrated, and it's uh, they never really landed a blow. They had a purple patch after half time. Half time, yeah. Because and it's like, and they did probably they brought Aiden out, and I bet people will be critical of Aiden. Maybe even some people here might be critical of Aiden over the course of the hour, but I think they didn't have enough Aidens. They needed another. They needed him full forward. Needed him midfield, and then they needed him as a sweeper at times, breaking up the play and being a a, a turnover merchant as well. So, but they didn't. You know, when they, when they, when they had him inside, they didn't put it into him. When they brought it out, they didn't want to kick it into. When he did win what, the ball in the middle, they, they were con- They were happy enough to concede possession. I think for long periods as well. Though they were just they were trying to they were trying not to concede. Or they the were, you know they were not. They didn't want. They wanted to stay in a tight game. Yeah. So they didn't really have that many opportunities to get them into the game. Like Ballina probably left four or five scores minimum in the first half behind them. Then that's been oh the the, the first been... fifteen minutes running there was serious yeah. wasted. Yeah. Is is the skill? I won for you, and I know it's in the junior game. Is the skill of taking the man on? Like, is this? It's a it's a complete no no now nearly at inter, at senior level to actually take your man on. You know. Where defenses are well spread out, men are marked. There is space in between these guys. There is a, a you could have 10, 15 yards the other side of the defender, 
You don't see it anymore. The defensive systems, if we're going to call them that, whatever fancy lingo we want to put on them, if they're in place and they're, and 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 that half the field is saturated with bodies, it's almost impossible to get that initial yard to take on someone because you know the good forwards, you know the good forwards, the Ryan O'Donoghue's and the whoever we have had Paul, you know these bucks with their low center gravity, Tommy Conroy. So you see what happened to him all year. You know they're double, ter- double and treble, yeah. good players, the really top players. But um, is it not? Is it not a case of if you do make one of these breaks, all of a sudden it's the second man coming off the shoulder? It's that second run that makes it. It's. It's. We just don't seem to be. There seems to be no imagination in these games for right. Maybe I can get in inside him by two yards or I can get around him. I know he might catch me or I'll be the the, the sweeper will, will ca- pick me up. But there'll be a bit of chaos and there'll be a chance for an overlap or something. But if we just keep passing around and waiting first, it's 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 very hard watch. Well, someone else can come in in a second here, but that, that clip that went viral this week of that hard chase back with the near hand tackle, you know, that people saw, that could never create itself in the senior championship in Rio because no one will be chasing because they'll already have dropped 15, 20 yards off, respectively, wherever they are on the field. Yeah. So, like that, like them skills that you're training at under eights and tens or near hands, they're there, they're not being it. No, them situations don't occur, they don't create themselves because. We're dropping off almost, regardless of where we are on the field. We're dropping off. John, um, is the is the is the is the level of tackling obviously has gone up. It's 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 a skill now that's readily available for coaches to co- coach and you know for people to learn how to do it properly. Has that added to this as well? That maybe we're just probably better defenders or better better tacklers or defensive structures now than maybe we were a couple of years ago, and that's led to this sort of stalemate at the moment. Uh, I wouldn't put it down to being as we're better tacklers. I, I think Endon made a great point there a few weeks in the pod. It's very easy to, to, to coach defence and it's a very safe method to coach defence and it's very hard to coach a tackling structure because your your mistakes, especially in senior, look at they get can they get pounced upon and all of a sudden, you know, there could be a score down the other end. I think we all need to evolve in terms of their tack and play. So if you look at the, like, you know, Terry Kennedy comes in and he's working with not more and bad. And he talks about uh, the, the basketball oh, nature of attacking, you know, off the line, the cuts, the screens and that, and not more at one stage are doing it very well. And you've seen it with Mayo this year, but Mayo's cuts were coming out up too deep within the pitch. They were coming up before the 45. They weren't hitting the corners hard enough for coming off their cuts. And, I don't think a lot of the senior teams have evolved their attack and play. And I think, yes, guys need to be going at the gain line, like in the rugby model where there's a guy coming off the shoulder. But also, if you're going to turn the ball over after three minutes of passing lateral, why don't you just get it in and see? You know, like the game is a gamble at times and you got to set the odds in your own favour. And uh, the chaos is really important because... You know, if a the it's not about the ball not going into Aiden O'Shea, but was the right ball where they setting their platforms, where they, they get into the, you know, the angle of the forty five and putting in that cross field ball, which is very hard to hard hard to defend, and where the guy is going to get to the pitch of Aiden, because the problem with Brafey was looking at that they were so down in their defence is that they didn't have the support up the field, and if you look at their play, how many times did they break the gain line and had a second and third runner? There wasn't really much of that going on. Uh, 
and it, it can be come down to, but you know, there was times that they're turned over and they got the counter and, you know, there was, I think it was literally two on three and they could have made something out of it. But I, I, I think, look at all these rule changes, people are talking about it, you know, about kicking a pass to 45 and all this. Like if you say the kick out has to go past the 45, but then you're going to have, definitely you're going to have 15 men behind the ball because yeah. it has to go past 45. You know, I think it comes down to us coaches of actually, let's, let's, let's work on the game. Let's express, let's spend more time at the attacking, attacking side. That's, that's, that's my opinion, whether it's right or wrong. John, I, whole, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. And I think it's, look, the proof's in the pudding in the interview of what you've done again this year. I think what's happened at senior level in a lot of cases is players are, the good players are with the county, if you like, or the best players, the best forwards. The some of the best players never mind the forwards are with the county. Some of them go away for the summer. Some of your better players go to America, and suddenly, in their absence, you're not you're you're not getting access to them, and then it's a rush. It's a fucking right real rush between getting around the league against them, and then you're going into championship, and you're just kind of hoping. And this is I I without name names out from experience. You're just hoping these fellas come back. And hit the ground running for you, and you have no real access, or and it's not. I'm not saying I, did, I don't want to get into discussion about the calendar. I'm just saying I think it's a big issue that they're coming back, and you've had no real opportunity to work on patterns of play. And you're not about your cuts on that. You actually nearly described your own goal. You know, you kicked it from the area of the field where you definitely wanted yeah. to kick it from. Do you know what I mean? Um, the contact time. A, the contact that's not time. A fluke, like, yeah, that's not a fluke that suddenly yeah. you decided to manipulate that situation, kick in that diagonal at that sort of trajectory or whatever and have one or two under the break if it wasn't one but like a lot of teams are, are just it, again I, I don't want to come across like i like i'm some sort of magician that have all the answers but uh, it just it just feels like it's it's we're going to set up to stay in this and hope our best players win their individual jewels yeah and that's the senior championship and the beauty with Ian Kamina. You had a bear jack, obviously. You know, you had access to these fellows, and it helps. I'm not saying that's. I think, I and it's a big thing. Like, will you lose someone, one or two, get recognition, perhaps? You know, but big, you, I, always, I said this in stage. Oh, Kilmina were the best team in the intermediate championship. The big the difference team. for Kilmina, I think, Ronan as well, John, is the subs he brought in didn't didn't in any way deter or bring down the the level of 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 football that you were playing. He's, you know, they added to it. They knew what they were doing. There was no, you know, there was no like lesson of the team by bringing someone in or chancing or a gamble. They all knew the game plan. They all knew what they were doing. And that was very evident, I thought. Compare, even if you compare it to the Ballinab. Ballinab brought in three ex-county players, but they didn't actually improve the forward player. Didn't actually improve Ballinab too much. Tracy came in and um, a couple other books. Sean Regan. Sean Regan. Um, they just didn't add to it but there seemed to be a lot more balance in 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 your squad oh there is look at it, it's kind of like i suppose six years of work and uh a coach based we start with principles and then then we then we work on on, on on systems and then we work a little bit more on specifics and our principles are set look at the realities with jack carney i've had i've had jack since he was 16 so you know jack goes off to mayo and he comes back and we 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 allow for for Jack going to Mayo, and we coach our team based on not having a Jack Kearney. That's how we play in most of our season. And then when Jack comes in, 
he knows how how our principles and he and he know he knows then how our systems and we adjust a little bit to to based on what Jack might see and you know he gives he he, he would feed back to us very readily and he drives it on and he's very good at that and you know we I, I think look at our attack and play can improve a little bit and you know Ronan you're right we we do work on the training pitch that goal wasn't just something that came out of that's that's something that we've worked on you know we've certain ways of, of how we want to want to try and get into the, that goal position especially when you have a player like Greylock but I think we as coaches you know we got to start thinking outside the box and we've this is something that's there this the blanket defense and now we got to break it down and how how we can get our point men in or how we can work off the line and things like that I, I think maybe 12 months from now We'll be talking about the Mayo Senior Championship and saying, you know, it's great that they've everyone has opened up a bit more and started playing a bit of football. Because uh, I think they'll see the more rewards in it, you know, rather than being ultra, ultra defensive, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at everyone's talking about the senior game, but you, you know, the, I, from what I heard about the game, it's Kilcoman and Shrew, you know, that semi final was a war of attrition. Uh, every man and behind the ball. And I don't think it, it gets you anywhere in the long run. I think it yeah. might give you uh, something in the short term, but long run, you need to... It'll give you a consistency, John, yeah. or it'll give you a, a baseline to cry maybe, right, yeah. we're conceding 10, let's get 12, like 11. On a side note, lads, I don't think we've seen the best of Alna at all. So... Jesus, we definitely didn't see it Saturday. Or Sunday no, we week. have... No, but even... Yeah, I don't think we've seen the best of them. I wouldn't be writing them off one in that county final in terms of how they're going to go in Connacht. My Cullen are obviously the best team out there, probably. They'll probably win Galway. But... Yeah, like the, uh, if I think the shackles may come off them ever so slightly because the, now that they've found that they're out, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, um, Roland, just a question, no, and, and, sorry, sorry, just a question for Roland there, like on kind of amplification of missing scores. And if Ballina got their streak going in the first half and they converted and they went up maybe six or seven or eight points, could we be having a different conversation? Yeah, we could. We'd be, they would, they, 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 of course we could. Yeah, we could be saying they're the best team. You know, the, the, you know, they're the Westport of last year. They're playing on top of the ground and they're, you know, they're capitalising. I also, another, another, I didn't answer your question really, but did, was it, was it, a, was it you into the centre? Was it the tactic to drop them short at times? It was so fucking bad. Like it was like, it was almost like they were trying to put Livingston under extreme pressure or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe they were just simply drop shorts. There seemed uh, to be there seemed to be running of where for I was watching. It was it. almost and like a pattern that was developing. They were they were from the same area as a lot of the kicks. And yeah. every time he, Feeney left something on Livingston. Yeah, he he, he he did get in on top of him. Now he did try. Um, and in fairness to the young fella, you know he's only young, but he did he did he did throw himself around there and not, not a bother to him. Um, Let's no, if, sorry, Ronan. If Conor O'Shea kicks that free, which he should have kicked six minutes into the second half, I think we might have had a different result. That was the point I said, Briff, you aren't going to win. Because Evan Regan doesn't miss that free the other side. In a game of tight margins, I thought that was to the side in the moment. It was when yeah. I said, this game's over. It looked, it did look, and uh, it did look like it was it was setting itself up for Bravey to do it because they were having all the ball and there was chances yeah. and they got the handy free and it was a handy free that O'Shea got in front of the goal. Um, it was it was a handy one to get, and he he, he kicked it and all of a sudden then you're thinking, 
hold on a second here, Brafey just did that one bit of luck or that one ball in or that one mistake to get it, but it, it just didn't, no matter what they tried. Um, yeah, when Con- when Connor missed that free ref or uh, after coming from 4-1 down to 4-3, he missed it. And then uh, Balanau went up the other end and Frank Irwin kicks a 45. Yeah, yeah, which like, should have been a free. a huge turning point. To go back to level, I think to go on and win the game. Balanau were so poor in the day. They looked like they reminded me of South Africa, uh, in the in the semi final. Nothing was going right for them. Nothing was going right. But you still just thought maybe in the last five, all they need is just one break, one hop a look, and all of a sudden things can change. But it just didn't come for them. It just ne- never got never got right for them. Never got that style of play going where they could just wear them down and knock over a couple of scores. I think Balana had too many have too many players all over the field that were able to. To attack as well, even in the defence, they're able to go forward. They're, they're just, they've just, they've got great depth in terms of all their players are mobile, they're fast, they're they're able to go up the field. Um, no, you, I, I agree with you, Ronan. What you said about about Balanad, there's definitely way more on them. And sometimes, if a team is playing really bad, you'll often see it that they'll come down to that level and they'll end up playing the same same level. Ref, just one for for John there before you move on. Uh, I know you and Ronan don't agree with me. We John, don't agree on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game needs to go to 13 aside, John, and we need less substitutes, maybe three substitutes that teams can't uh, have the runners turn it into basketball where the runners run for 40 minutes and you bring on more runners. We bring it down to three subs and a 13 aside. It'll also help rural clubs that are struggling for numbers. It opens up the whole game. Uh, cornerback will be an awful place to play, but I think that'll solve most of the problems. What do you think? I think. Uh, I think the fact that he's frustrating. Playing, <laughs> there's a lot of mirrors in playing thirteen aside. I enjoy playing thirteen aside when we were twenty one and all that. But I think you're going to lose a lot of boys in the game. Then I think uh, your fifteen and and your five subs it it keeps an inclusivity within the club. I think we just need to think around the corners rather than trying to change the game up. Uh, in a massive way, you know, you could, uh, I, you know, you could, there's arguments for it, and uh, but I, I, to me, I don't, I don't see it. I think the 15 man game has to remain. Uh, the five subs, you know, does does it change the game that much? I, we didn't use five the last eight. We used three last year against Ballon Road. We used none. Uh, you know, that could be to do with squad depth and things. Uh, because I'd have to think on that, but I, I at the moment, just on the on the cuff, I'd be agreeing with Shane and Ronan, and I would uh, disagree with you on that for the moment. That's fine. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Keegan from from Craig's t- text me a Sunday evening, and he said McGeerty is going to be looking for eleven aside after the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> there is a call for with some rural clubs, ref. Yeah, I know that. I know that. That that's part of it. But uh, overall, lads. Um, it was it was a final that we won't forget. I think everyone's going to remember this one for for the, for the wrong reasons. But, um, the best team won. I don't think there's any real hoo ha about it. Or the better team won anyway. I know Ban and I don't give a shit. I think Evan Regan had a post up on Instagram. He said it was a, a poor game. So they said, and I couldn't give a fuck. So I said, I think it was his post. Um, so he's obviously they're obviously not too worried about it. And why would they be? First title since 2007, 2008. 
So yeah, lads, that's the senior final. Anything else in the senior final, lads? Before we we, we jump into the the intermediate. Uh, I only watched it on the stream. Ref, did Porco Hora get away with a bit on the day? Well, uh, he was definitely on the edge, from what I've seen. He was on the edge. I think all the Ballinard defenders were on the edge. Um, I know it was a Golden that got booked early on. Yeah. Golden got booked early on, and it did hamper him a bit. He got caught in a one-on-one and slipped, and it looked like the right was on the wall for him. But he lasted till about five minutes into the second half, and they had to make the change. I think they were in... They bring in Brendan Collins from or brought in somebody from him anyway. But uh, yeah, there was look at there was a there was a physicality to it. But Jesus, are you are you, are you going to be able to win a, a senior county title if you're not playing on the edge and there's a bit of physicality in your game? Like it's it's that's what we're crying out for, you know, really. Yeah, one on one battles. There was a bit of wrestling and slobbering going on, but like look at the best defenders in the country are renowned for this sort of stuff and 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 playing on the edge. So. Yeah, you 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 can say you can you can make that argument, but overall, I don't think um there was no any any malice in it. Anyway, there was no badness. I don't think yeah. there was a couple of pucks, but nothing, <laughs> nothing got the crowd going. Like I was never at a county final before where the whole the whole stand. I think majority of the the crowd was in the stand, which is unusual. But I think there was a shower or two, so maybe drove people into it. But there was such a hum, and it wasn't from the generator. It was just people talking during the match. The match was ongoing. And people were just chatting away as if it was half time. It was very unusual. But yeah, that was it, lads. Anything else on the senior final? No. No. Intermediate, so Ballon Road, Clemina. Uh, this is on a standalone fixture on the Saturday evening. It was KG, would one say, for the first 10, 15 minutes, both teams were trying to figure each other out. Uh, I'd say those five minutes left in the. Five, seven minutes maybe left in the first half and Clemina were with the two points down. And I said to the man beside me that they'd be very happy being two points down rather considering the some of the chances. Um and all of a sudden when the foot when the half time whistle blew, you were a point up, John. Yeah, must, I, th- I think you were happy, I'd say, that, that that change going in just to it changed the team talk to the half time. Well, I, I when we got level, I was thinking this is good boys. Uh, we're in it, and then we got a point up, and I was like, "Okay, we'll take that." And I remember coming in under the stand, and the Cremina crowd just started roaring. Just the lift. I was like, I stood there for a second or two, and I said, "I better remember this because this is this is something else. This is brilliant." And uh, also. I have to say Kevin Quinn's goal was yeah, yeah. beautiful. It was. I just had to tip my hat to that. That mm-hmm. the, they got the they got that long ball in that they do, and Kevin took on Kieran Kilcoyne, and Kieran is no slouch. And bang, that was that was brilliant. That was class. Mm-hmm. And I know it was against us, but geez, it was great to have witnessed it <laughs> and uh, seen it, it was, in the, in no, the flesh. It was the score or the moment of the championship across all the championships for me. The skill, yeah, top class. Unreal. You couldn't yeah. legislate for that one, John. No, but like we we knew they were dangerous going with the long ball mm. in and that they can get goals. And uh, you know, fair play to Brody, he made a great save. Uh, in in again, on the kind of same situation, I think Darren McDonald stepped inside, and uh, Grody made a good save for that. And I think I think it went over. I can't. I can't remember. It might have went over the bar and that. The bar, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. But we we were missing everything, you know, and you know. Quilock was through there. He could have went for a goal and he hand passed it over the bar, but we needed that point. And then we just got a run on them. 
and uh, we went a point up. And I think that was a tough, tough task then, you know, to change your mindset for Peter Ford, maybe, you know, we sh- maybe should have been up and we went in and we kind of knew we could have kicked on uh, from there. So, yeah. There was, was another was, rally was, then. There was another rally in the second half, John, with uh, O'Brien with two big boomers too. That seemed to lift them again, but it seemed to be a lot more individual moments of class of Ballon Road more than team scores. Yeah, but if you looked at O'Brien shooting, I, he's a boot on that man. He's, he's got a serious foot on him. And I thought that when he got that point, I think we needed to go, go one up. O'Brien was beginning to take a hold of the game. He was taken by this fair play to him. He brought the fight to us. And uh, I remember saying to Jack, I said, Jack, we, just, we, I, we need you to get on the ball to get one score. And I think Jack, for the first time in the game, broke the cover and went one-on-one and he played it a bit high and fair play to the Luke. He put it, he put it, he got it, uh, he got it over the bar when uh, maybe Jack was saying against my devils, he could have hit the ground. Uh, Derek Keaveney went through, should have hand-passed over the bar, but he got the 45 on that. And uh, I think from then there, I think uh, Ballon Robe kind of exerted themselves to long-range shots they never got inside our cover. Uh, Kevin Quinn did get a lovely point in, in the second half there off his right, down at an acute angle, which was great. Uh, but our goal, looking at that, you know, Keith Joyce, that ball in, and Quilo Quinn in the skid, that was a very good, very good goal. Jeez, it was, it was, uh, yeah. you know, it was a serious fetch. And, and believe it or not, that was, I didn't realize this, but that was the first final, county final Quilo has ever played in. I thought he played in a few back in me, but he told me that was the first county final he played in. So it meant a lot to him. And he, he lied on the CV. You know, we got away with it. Didn't take a CV. Uh, <laughs> just seen him playing football and uh, I knew some way to get this man in. Get this man How in. did he actually, how did he end up playing with Camina? What's so, the connection uh, with Camina? I have to tip my hat to Sean Barrett here. Uh, so Sean Barrett's uh, girlfriend and Quilas' girlfriends are best friends. So he was in way in Australia and he was coming home and they moved down to Westport and he's teaching a knock. So Barrett had him straight down to, <laughs> we, we do, we play nine aside. We do sevens and nines in Carahalli pitch in the school there. It's a nice size, very intense stuff. And he, uh, he came down to that and he just loved it. And uh, I was kind of looking at him. I said, is this, this, what's this guy like? He's a good footballer, but what's his personality like? And what's his character like? And, top lad you know he he really loves football and for him to rack anyone an intermediate there next to time a few weeks ago and uh, i think it's hard me experiencing uh, myself when i went over to england you know playing for another club and to see his own club win a county title and he says i'm down here in camina i says i better win one myself and yeah. that meant a lot to him you know i actually uh, seen a photo of he had four three or four friends down with him and they had the 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 other club flag with them waving it after the game, right? Yeah, the boys, the boys came down. Rats yeah, came that's down. that's yeah. a that's a, a it's a fair testament too. It's a lovely touch to him as well that his mates came down and 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 were cheering him on. So he obviously he's he's a good old skin if that's the case. If he's lads traveling yeah, around the country oh, to watch. Yeah, him. Top man, top yeah. man. Did you think it was John? John sorry to go back to it. The semi final when you were seven points down at half time. Did you think this is Cortons? Were, were, were you very worried or were you still confident you'd come back? I I was neither. Uh, it was a case of, right, we looked at the stats in the game and in terms of our attack and play, 
we were well in it. Uh, we looked at our contacts in, just put into perspective, we, we kind of look, we aim for a certain amount of contacts in a game and we only contacted them in terms of tackle counts a seven in the first 15 minutes because we just weren't at the pitch of it. And if you take the, the the first 15 minutes of the second half, we were up on 20. And for 10 minutes of extra time, we were up on 20 again. So our intensity hadn't reached it. And we had 34 shots in normal time and they had only 21. So looking at the stats was some wormy. It's just to get in our execution. And going back to the My Davids game, like they had nailed on Sean Ryder and John McGlade. They had our forward played nailed on. So we had to make a few switches to move their back line around. And uh, we did that and we got control of the middle and they just hadn't a platform to unleash Reap or, or Heenahan inside. Uh, because like Reap is, Reap is the real deal. He's a serious player and he's, he's going to get better. You know, he's been out for a long time, but he is going to get better and he can play a ball. Young McHale is a, is, is a great footballer, but I think a big turning point for, for, for my Davis was the last Rona Clark. I think he, he broke the foot again and uh, that was a big loss for them. And it, it was one of those things there, you know, luck comes into it as well. You know, Keith Joyce made a great goal line block and, you know, they missed a few easy frees from what I thought of. And there's a few turnovers there and uh, it was just an exciting, game of football like it was a class thing to be a part of and it's even better to be the right side of it and uh, I think my Davids might look at maybe that's the one that got away and maybe they feel that they should have an intermediate title but that's football and then the breaks and they'd have to go back at it again next year yeah and maybe they might take a, some learning from it um, John in fairness and it, it's it's you know that's coming up to senior next year and makes things makes things a bit more interesting another West Mayo team up there it's going to Spice things up. I'm sure there'll be a couple of derbies next year. Um, and the yeah. kind of campaign, John, are you going all out? You had the great run at junior level. Uh, is it something you're interested in trying to go as far as you can? Are you happy enough? Just get ready for senior next year. I well, look at uh, we're in, at the moment trying to round up the box. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's 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 the, that's the main focus at the moment. They're out there somewhere. I think you know James Groden doesn't live or uh, Paul Groden doesn't live too far from me here. Now he's out there somewhere with the cup on top of his head. Look at <laughs> we we look at we're, I think it's you only get a, a one chance at this. I've only one chance at this, and the lads have only one chance at it, and every player is thinking they've only one chance at it, and. We've had enough now in, in two weeks' time and I've already started looking at game, looking at their players and, you know, they're probably doing the same thing and and then you're probably looking at the goal with champions after that, but you have to get over and off there. You know, they've got young Darren Cox there who's probably the next up-and-coming thing in, in Leithram and they've got Connor Reynolds there who's a serious footballer as well and they've got a young Galvin guy and they still have Ray Cox going in there. He's, what, 40-odd now and he's still chipping in points, you know, so... Like they'd be thinking they can turn us over as well, and because we might, they might feel we're still on the beer, but that'll be it seen by Friday with the number count of the boys coming down. But and uh, there'll be a few bin bags full of <laughs> full of effluent after that training session. I tell you that, but uh, yeah, no, look, we, we 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 want to have a go at it, and we want to keep the story going. And look at as I said to the lads, some of the lads, I said, look, every team that we're playing down the line is a senior team, and it's yeah. a it's a great training base for you if you can keep going as far as you can keep going. And uh, as I said to Keelick there, I said, it'd be some crack if we met Rackenny down the line. Who would you play for? <laughs> and he said, it'd be Clemine all the way. <laughs> Fair play to him. Fair play to him. 
Um, the junior game, lads, is probably everyone said that was the most entertaining game of the weekend and was with the higher score, 210 to 11 points for Lahardon. Uh, open enough, there was plenty of attacks down the middle and there was plenty of um run, runners off the shoulder and there was good ball in, there was good scores kicked. Um, Probably a little bit slower maybe, but it still was a good spectacle in fairness. I think a lot of people were happy enough with it. Um, Mark Noon getting the two goals as well, I think, made the big big difference in the game. I know Larnon could have had three or four four, four more more goals. Did you see it, Ronan? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That time? Yeah. yeah. And I got I did no second half of that I got over there. Yeah, yeah, I seen you coming in the race. Um Inda, were you watching out there? Were you too busy? Yeah, I was I was watching in the airport. Mm-hmm. Um Lafferdon, I, I, I was sweeting them all year, like they've great experience. They were they went to the All Ireland final, most of them lads a few years ago, didn't they? Or All Ireland semi final. Semi final, I think. Semi final. Yeah. Um they, play, they played um multi farnham or something. Yeah, 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 on the way to Dublin, yeah. Yeah, but um like they are a very experienced team. Obviously, John was with them since that. Um, the the bet Ballyhonas in a relegation playoff, and Ballyhonas went on to win with Ronan last year. So I just thought that they were going to have too much experience in that championship for all the teams. Uh, and there's some nice footballers as well. Um, it showed. It showed. Yeah, it, I I just think just experience of it was enough to get them over the line the last day. Yeah, uh, sure, sure, put up a fair battle. In fairness to them, uh, O'Dowd was a big loss for sure because O'Dowd might or noon. Yeah, uh, he was the difference on the day. He was. They had they had a they had great players. Finnerty was very good too. Kieran Lynn in the backs was was very good. Barry Leonard as well. He actually assisted the goal. I don't know. He obviously I don't think he was trying to make that pass, but Noon read it well enough to 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 get on the end of it. it was a great goal in fairness. But they do have a bit of physicality to them. But it was a good game. They were, they were, the standard was very good for a junior final. I thought there was some good football played. The ball retention was good. They still took men on. Um, but I did, you know, we talked about Shrewd all year, probably lacking maybe a bit to get them scores, and they struggled at times, um, to 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 find the scores, uh, and that that's ultimately what cost them. I think Lahardon's skill, uh, Lahardon's power, um, and that pace as well, um, paid dividend in the end. And I look, I don't think Shrewd will be too disappointed. They were beaten by the better team. There was there was um, they they had their chances, but ultimately like. Lahardon, if they took all theirs, they would have won that game, um, pr- pretty well, pretty well. Did you see any of it, John? I did. Oh, I watched it. Yeah, I have a big interest in that because uh, Eddie Conroy, who would play with the Mayo Masters, was over uh, Lahardon, and I think it's his it's it's his first fray into to, into man into it's the manager side of things. So I was delighted for Eddie to to get the, get Lahardon over the line, and I, I think he like John. I think one of the biggest things about Lahardon and Buffina known there is the community. Uh, they have a great community down there, and, and I think he's really warmed them really well. Uh, looking at the game, I thought early from early doors, you could see Lahardon, the power, and their running game was a lot better than than Shrews, and, and, and it seemed to be maybe more of a better game plan at the end. And I think, as I say, goals win games. And, uh, you know, it's great to see Barry down, Barry Leonard back there, and, you know, giving it, coming up the field and putting that ball in, like, because it was some finish. Uh, it, was, it was a great goal to see. Well, yeah, it was an exciting game, and uh, you know, Shrewl, I think you could see maybe five minutes from the end. I think they just knew that they couldn't they couldn't wrestle this game away from Lahardon, and 
I'd say the bonfire were going long into the night in uh, down in Bofina <laughs> and Lardon after that. They had they, they Shrewl did claw it back to to a point, I think at one stage. There were four down brought back to a point and it looked like they have a chance here, but that's when Lardon pulled the sucker punch again with the yeah. with the other goal. And even you mentioned Barry Leonard there. Mark and Evan Cawley, like there must be a foot in the difference between the two of them. And not a bother to uh not a bother to Barry uh, got stuck into him and uh, as he always does, and some player, some player, some servant, the two junior titles, he'll be, he'll go down in history as one of the one of the greats at Lahardon. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, Mark Noon, a lot of people were talking about after the full time whistle. I think he got man of the match as well. They were the the big talking point um, after the game with his pace. Uh, so yeah, look at they are deserved winners in the end. And lads, I look at it was it was probably with the. It was the best game on that day anyway to watch compared to the other one. But um, yeah, a lot of people talking about it, that game and how exciting it was. And it, but it was a good, I think it was a decent junior championship. It was, it was hard call it throughout the year, but Lahardon seemed to get up on top. So congrats to Lahardon on that one. Um, Ronan Enders, if you want to ask John before we, we, we wrap up, we can let John go before we get into our questions. I don't want to get John, don't you get caught in the crossfire in these ones, just in case. Uh, anything I want to ask John, I'll ask him offline. Okay. <laughs> Inda? John, Mayo next year, ref hates talking about county football at this time of the year, but did they need to change their style? Did they need to look for half forwards that can score rather than workers? Oh, to think about Mayo now, uh, I thought, you know, we saw a lot of green shoots in the early start of the season last year and we were all getting really excited about how they're going to play. And I think maybe they changed their type a bit. I talked earlier on about their attack and play and they, they, their their screens and their cuts were too deep in, in the pitch. They weren't really going higher up the field. And I, I think maybe they... They need, as you say, you're looking at your kicking. They need, they need to go really go on the offensive a little bit more. Uh, I against Dublin, you know, a lot of stuff went wrong at the wrong time, and they got opened up in the end. And maybe they were, they started really early in the season last year, and maybe it caught up with them. They kind of everyone else caught up to them. I think they were really fit in the league. So look at I I I think they really need to unearth a few players that 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 can drive on. You know, I think Jack Carney for us is 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 our main driving force, but I'd like to see him go forward a little bit more, take on that game line a little bit more. Cause I think by the end of the season and and, and know if, you know he the ball has been moved back and shifted across a little bit more rather than when we find the gaps and hit the hit the hit the the, the the game breakers, you know, like Oshin Mullen and Keith, you know, Keegan were great at doing that, break, breaking that game line. And I, I think we do need to get that because if you're playing a foot passing game and you're playing around the peripherals, you're going to get picked off. But you have to have your hard runners that open up that space and then you can follow up with a kick passing game. So look at I the interesting thing, uh, the last time I met Joe Canning from Curfin as I was in Jarlitz and he was a first year playing football. And that man was, you could see from that day, that, that, that year, he loved football. His energy, he's a lovely kid at the time. You know, he's a fully grown man and a coach now. And I wish him all the best and I hope hope it goes well for him. And uh, he brings another dimension to me. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. And we'll be talking about that next year, hopefully. Hopefully we, we well, I get my love back for, for, for the moment anyway. 
John, um, always insightful, a pleasure to have you on. And um, we will, uh, I'm sure, be chatting down the road somewhere. And thanks again for giving us your time and expertise. Perfect, lads. Uh, wish you all the best and, and keep the pod going. And uh, it's good to talk to you as always. Lovely. Thanks, John. Cheers, John. You, John. Good luck over the few weeks. Uh, so, lads, how's things? <clears throat> Great. Yeah. Yep. You've settled down into. Yeah, John's classic. Yeah, yeah. His stock goes up again, and yeah, you can't fault him. I know you're impressed with him running. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed with Camila the last two years. Yeah. Well, obviously before that, but since I started crossing past them, yeah. But yeah, but even John is leading there. He's the. He's the whatever you call it this the, the, at the forefront of it, but in behind him, like you can tell by the way he talks, the high regard he holds the men around him as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we'll go through the questions. I suppose there are just a couple of games on this evening. The Connacht under 17s results are just in uh, a win for the Mitchells, uh, two nine to seven points against June Stairs, and the Neil Betmont Bellew four thirteen to one five. A good win for them, but <clears throat> I think we might have a bit of a Kerry Junior Intermediate twist with that. There's only eight teams that are in the eight championship in, in under seventeen level, so it'll be a very good B team that we'd have in that. That's probably why the twist is that. Not sure about Galway, but I assume it's not as small a pool. Um, and I only mute you there because there was just a bit of reverb off your phone coming back in when Rona was talking. That's all. You can unmute it yourself, and if you can. We'll go through the questions, lads, um, before we wrap her up. Ref, before you do, you were at the Junior B final. I was. I was, surely. I was in park at 12 o'clock on Sunday morning. Um, after the scrappy game, in the, it was scrappy enough now. I like Ballycastle be kicking themselves to be losing the first half. Did a heap of chances. Dropped, I'd say they dropped four or five shorts or just wide and they kind of died out then. Aki got a hold of them and got a couple of handy scores and a few frees, a few simple frees. Then Lavelle in the second half started shooting the lights out. She was kicking them from everywhere. Uh, Michael Dara came in, got a couple of scores. Ballycastle, yeah, both teams were both teams were out on their feet in the last five minutes. It was funny. At one stage, ball got turned over inside the inside the Ackle 45. And there must have been 16, 17 lads out on their feet trying to get up the field. Um <laughs> It was just one of those games that both teams gave it everything, but uh, yeah, it was scrappy enough at times now. But uh, Ackley were deserving winners in the end. Um, but they only the, got the last ten minutes left. Some of the tackling got feisty near the end. It did there's a lot of belts, a lot, of, but you'd expect that in a junior yeah. B game. There's going to be yeah. there's going to be a few. Finn on Caulfield, um, was the player for me that stood out. His athleticism and his ability to win a ball even on the ground at 30 miles an hour and rolling up and breaking tackles and jumping up in the air and, and his fitness and it's just his energy he's definitely a, he, he was a joy to watch I mean he's he's he won't be saying this but he's a bit of a freak of nature in that way he's so um he's so athletic Um, he's definitely definitely one for the future we had him at under 19 development panel this year and he was he was excellent Um, at times the last day but Brian Lavelle, the star man on the on the day, and he got man of the match as well. Um, and Ackle have two junior Bs in a row. Um, 
they're a difficult group this year, so I don't think they'll be um they'll they'll take what they got. They'll, they'll be coming back next year. I'm sure uh, Colin Caffrey will be happy enough with the year overall, and uh, he'll be back next year. Right, lads. Questions before I wrap it up. John Stagg is one in. Good old John. Uh, name your players of the championship in all three gra- three grades. We'll go with senior first, lads. Who's an outstanding player in the senior championship? It was Aidan O'Shea. I'm still sticking with Aidan O'Shea despite coming out on the wrong end. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's hard uh, not. It's hard not to take Regan, it off. Him. Evan Regan, definitely honourable mention, ref. He's been a top scorer in the championship two years in a row. Yeah, Aidan O'Shea was third top scorer. See, the problem is Aidan O'Shea was the best player in the championship this year and no one really played well in the final. So do you just go over the entire competition? You have to kind of, you have to nod it to him and Regan as well. Um, Intermediate, John has gone with Kevin Quinn. I'd go Jack Kearney. I'd go Brian Reap. I'd go Brian Reap. Yeah, yeah. Kearney was good the last 10 minutes, Ronan. I think uh, yeah, he, Murphy he, Murphy he, done he, well on him. He do he has big moments like in yeah. in in games, even the Mike Davids game, he's you know, he's he steps up, he doesn't shy away from it. No, no. no. Junior, Barry Leonard, Mark Noon for me. Mark Noon for me. Mark yeah. Noon probably for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah he played he played well. And first. Liam Maloney, honourable mention. I think oh, he's a yeah. great cheer with Kilcoma. Yeah. Um Conor O'Malley with a question in here. Uh, while defensive strategies are not new, is it the case now that the club manager is putting too much emphasis on the defensive aspect and not enough to need to break down opposition defences? Pace going forward and skill execution was very bo- fo- poor from both sides Sunday. I think we, we, we covered that one fairly well. Did we? Yeah. But it's one thing we didn't talk about. I thought the skill level in the senior championship this year, some of the hand passing down defeat, some of the kick passing. I think teams are putting so much time into getting bodies back at training. They're not concentrating on the basics. That's from my view of the senior championship. I don't know what Ronan thinks. Uh, well, you know what I think? Because we had this discussion on the phone yeah. this morning or yesterday morning, and I tend to agree. Like, yeah, but again, we've touched on it. We've touched on We've more than touched it. We've gone, the con- we've the gone contact time, Ronan. The contact time with these players. You're only getting three hours max a week to work on stuff. Anyway, it, 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 it is limited. You don't have that much time to work with lads. You yeah, said yourself, look, and lads come off planes. It's very refreshing what John says, and I, I like I, I have the same mindset myself, on, in terms of you know us as coaches or whatever we need to, you know, open up open our minds to the other side of the game a bit more. But that's a massive shift, you know, for an awful lot of people. And but I still think it's the way forward rather than rule changes. Um, again, it's probably a is the reason is the reason the intermediate championship is so much better. Or was this year than the senior championship that most of them players are available to their clubs all year, whereas at senior level there's a thirty-six man Mayo panel or forty man Mayo panel, thirty-two or thirty-three of them are senior players that aren't with their clubs. It's a valid point, yeah. We've touched on it. But if you go through the intermediate championship or go through the intermediate teams, roll off names like like Bal Road, Mike Davids, Kilmina, Hollymount, those those you know, those competing at the top tier probably left out one or two. None of them you'd associate with getting loads and loads of bodies back religiously, you know, realistically. Mm. And unfortunately, senior, there's a few teams that you pretty well know do get a lot of bodies back, and and that's how they survive. That's what they know. That's well, they're game. not survivors. They shouldn't be surviving because they're too many good players to survive. Yeah. Um. I I go back to like I said before a few weeks ago. I remember just Ballon Tubber playing. You know, getting bodies in. They were one of the first to do it, and win county championships doing it. 
But what they did do and what they always had was when they turned it over, and it could be Killian back or it could be Jeremy back or Gavin back or whoever back, they do they, they try and reset in some sort of a shape or reform up some sort of shape through the lines straight, not straight away, but as quick as they could. You know, you'd see Killian running away from the ball to get back into a high up position where he could become the focal. Yeah. But you don't see teams doing that religiously anymore. It's more so, like the, I'm ranting again, but the amount of freeze the last day that went backwards from promising positions, and I include Balananda, when Brafie weren't set, and instead of popping the ball up to the next man or whatever and getting on with the game, it's almost labourish, and it's just almost, then it's just a kick backwards. The amount of, if someone could pull out that, tag that in terms of a stat from the last day, the amount of backwards freeze, that's what I thought was poison. There's a rule change that I changed in some capacity. And it killed yeah. it, it killed people in the stand as well. Every time it went backwards, it was just like, ah. Oh, I think chances. that's a simple rule change, lads. Just all freeze and sideline balls have to go forward. It's easy for the referee to implement. Some of this talk about three forwards all times. It's very hard for the referee on his own in a junior game in Mayo or junior. But you game put everyone. Court. But you put everyone. If the if the free in the near in the middle of the field is an injury, do you not put everyone on the other side of the ball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. Uh, See, for every no more changes. changes. Yeah, for, for every be... rule change you make, there's going to be a, a knock a, on. If, there's yeah. going to be a knock on and a loophole, and that's why their hair must be pulled out in headquarters. Like, you know, even the amount of the, the you know, in, 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 it's a great concept keeping three up the field and whatever. How on earth is someone going to ref that in East Mayo? You can't and police it. or you know, you can't police it at club level. No, you can't police it even. At the top end of club, it's very difficult. It's, it's, Some yeah. fields might not even have the markings for 45 years later. Mm-hmm. So, go back to what John said. Wouldn't it be great if it's a full and utter mind shift or yeah. across Ro- the board? Rory Duffy is a friend of the pod. Is John Ryan and Jack McGrone worth a look from next day? Of course he is. Uh, of course they are. I think they're. Why not? Why not? Have a look at everyone. Um. I thought the centre back was brilliant for Shane. last year and this year. Stephen Stanton. I keep calling him Shane. I interviewed him the last year and I called him Shane. What is wrong with me? I keep who is Shane, Shane Stanton from Tormacady. I keep, I met Shane that night. I go. I keep I keep mentioning this fella as Shane Stanton. Sorry again, Stephen. Just, just think of the ex Ireland manager Stephen Stanton that I have. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind the Steve Stanton and Tormac Eddie, too. Two of them. Honourable <laughs> <laughs> mention for him. He was yeah. very good. He, very he good. was. And he's physical, too. He's able to play Big that game. Senior, he, he'll have no problem playing senior football. No. Um, Eugene Regan, mixed day ball, season two. What does he take from that club season? I'd say, fuck all. <laughs> he said, why did I take this job at the minute? And I don't like mixed day ball, the mixed day way, ref. You come up with that one. Well, the mixed day way. Yeah. Uh, it's not Kevin McStay's fault to see your championship was shite, was it? It's not. I don't think so. No. No, no. Um, Alan Flatley, how do you rate Ballinac, Lamine, and Lahard on chances beyond and Connacht and beyond? I think Lahard have a great chance. I think the same as normal. Intermediate and junior, a great chance. But our senior championship for the last 10 or 12 years, we haven't been very successful in Connacht, apart from Castlebar. I think they might have stuck a couple of Connacht titles, but yeah. no one else has made any impact. Menlo, Menlo in the junior championship, they took apart Clonbird the weekend, so I'd say they could be, they'll be the challenge for Lahardon. They bet them well, well. Um, uh, let me see now here. Uh, Adrian Gilday, which tastes better? Points in the Monday club, the points you have in Knock Airport before you get in a plane to a stag, so on holiday. Oh, if the county finds on a Sunday, they choose it, love. Yeah, when everything's settled down, as long as you won yeah. something, that's one thing. This week, this year, I, I, I really got 
I got awful jealous of the celebrations. And then, like, in a way, not like, oh, jealous, oh, fuck them, but, like, fucking, I'd love to be a part of that for a couple of days, not just land and go in the beer, but actually, I think it's because I was involved with a team this year that I thought maybe we could fucking win it. That yeah. I seen it as the first time ever. I was like, fuck me, I'd love to be in that position. It's awful. I got, I got a few great Snapchat memories off you with Billy Honest boys today, because today was the day last year we got them in. We were down in Charleston drinking and... Kieran Kiley and a few of the boys were down. Oh, just great Class. videos, great memories. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and that's what makes it, though, because you actually achieve something or you're, you're, you've yeah. done something. Yeah. Which would you prefer? The apocalypse to arrive, this is from Emma Kane, the apocalypse to arrive and sweep us all to our doom and hellfire and damnation, or the sound, the senior county finals have gone to a replay? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think someone... I'd prefer the senior county finals to go to replay and not just watch it, Ref. Someone, someone sent me a, a message um, Sunday evening that said that my celebrations were a bit over-exuberant for Ballina winning the county title. Nothing to do with Ballina winning the county title. It was just the fact that the fucking thing didn't go to extra time or a replay. I thought you got an, I thought you got a treble or an accumulator up or something. No, 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 no. I just I just wanted to go home. I was like, this is absolutely garbage. Go on. Um, if Kevin McStay stepped down in the morning, how high should John Riley be in the pecking order? Mixer at J N O. Uh, good question. He's he's doing himself no harm. Yeah, he should he he should be in the equation anywhere. Ref. Yeah, if he wanted to be. If he wanted to be, yeah. Um, how many players in the finals the weekend would make county standard missing anyone that is present county panel that played the usual shite usual yeah I, I, I said it before if I bring in Feeney but I don't think he's ready yet but I bring him in try and get get him into Destiny programme and let him play with under 20s next year though do you know how many people Sligo have on their SNC programme I do because you told me they have 100 people 100 senior footballers. Yeah. And they obviously play with their clothes, but they're in the, they a programme. That's not a bad idea, lads, is it? I think we have an awful lot in at the moment ourselves, Ref. Yeah, I've but you want, a lot of names. An SNC programme where they just come in once a month or once mm-hmm. every six weeks and they're screened at different times wouldn't cost too much. You're still getting, play, they're still playing football, they're still playing with their club, they're training away, but they're doing the SNC themselves. And if they're not doing the SNC, or they're not hitting the numbers out with you and get another fella in. The, the only thing I'd say, Ref, before the Galway semi final, um, Salt Hill knocked on Carroll, lost a huge player who got injured in the SNC session on the Monday night with Galway. And I know Salt Hill knocked on Carroll are very, very angry about it. I'd be, I'd be absolutely fuming, but you have to realize this could happen at training anyway. Like, I know what they, they hurt his peck or something. Yeah, these, these things can happen if he was training in the club gym. Um, he probably wouldn't be in the club gym a week before a championship. Would you not? No, I'd say he would. Uh, Ronan, would you be in the club gym a week before a county semi final? Me, myself, is it? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be out running the roads, Ronan. Uh, you didn't do no. the double marathon, Ronan, no. No, I'm going to do in Belfast. I signed up for Belfast because I got born yesterday looking at all these Twitters. I like, heard oh, uh, fuck G- I'm doing it. Ginger Tiernan ran it in some mental time. 2.48. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Carnage. He yeah. is some operator. Mm-hmm. Um, and he must be nearly 50, is he? He's 52 or 3. Oh, my God. He's He is some man. Mm-hmm. Um, Perspective. Will Camina continue to play attractive football next year or will they 
played the avoid defeat at all costs. I think John answered that question. That's from perspective. Yeah. Just go back to a step there for a second. Dylan Thornton, do you think he is he has any scope for intercounty football? Just think something about him, Mike. Just he's good hands. He's athletic and he's good hands, but is he very similar to what we have? Maybe I don't know. Probably similar. Yeah. But come here, it's the one area I was going to ask John, did he think Jack Carney could make it as an intercounty midfielder? Because again, Matty's form is just not what it was a couple of years ago. And it's the one area we're really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. But now really came out on top, lads, in that fight for possession, primary possession, secondary possession. Oh, they yeah, I thought Frank Irwin was the pick of them. They mm. cleaned up a midfield. Yeah. But uh, not, an awful lot of the, not even 50-50s, but just the rub of the green on a, a few breaks. I think mm-hmm. Balna got them at important times too. They just, it, forced, it, it forced Brafie's hand as well into Aiden, so they're probably bring them out. Yeah. But uh, sure, he has to do that every game, in a way. Ah, but the other box too, the, the other teammates too, were like, they had to, they had to lift it too. Like, it's not just all Aiden. Like. Much that's the problem, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Um, why is Evan Regan not playing county? I don't think they want him. Well, he's busy with his other job at the moment. He's the dietitian with Monster Rugby and Mayo. And maybe it wouldn't suit him at the moment to go back to the county team. But maybe on not. form, he's in the best, best 10 forwards in the county. There's no question. No, no question at all. Uh, CBAIXBX said about the three rules, the defenders, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Should Mike Hull and Kerfin put out their second team to give Balna a chance in the semi final? <laughs> it, it won't be that one sided. No. no. No, no, no. Will not. It will not. That's all the questions, lads. Let's come up there on the phone. Oh, Ref, I got one sent to me privately. Oh, I have one as well, actually. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um. Now, he asked me not to give his name, but I'll read it anyway. My question is What's your view on new rule changes implementing third level versus football? Pick outs beyond 45 meter line and restart freeze line balls all have to go forward. I have attended two games in Division 1 so far, changed the whole dynamic of the game. No slow build ups from defence or result of short kick outs, contested high feeling back in the middle of the pitch, restarts going forward, change of emphasis on fast kick ball inside forward lines, making more contest balls, more turnover balls, and no reverse playback to keep our defenders. Very enjoyable to watch. Recommend you attend a few games and see what you think. Also, most important is that the new rules are very uh, easy for the rest to implement and understand. No confusion. I would recommend to introduce for the 2024 under 20 county championship competition. And it would, I, I guarantee you, sorry, Ronan, but I could have you. I guarantee you it was entertaining to watch and it was exciting and it's different and it looks simple to rule. Give it six months. We don't Until think. the coaches find a way around it. That's 100%. that's the way. Yeah, yeah. Don't change anything. Let's just figure it out and try and get around it. Well, the one thing I would, Mary, and we touched on as well, is something about the forward pass in terms of from restarts. Not, I'm not yeah. on about kickouts. And I mean from fouls, from not even maybe sideline balls, but definitely from, from open play fouls. It's driving me mad. And I, I would have a rule where the goalkeeper can only take the ball if he's ahead of the player, bring a bit of jeopardy in it. If they want to bring their keeper out, fine, but he can't take a back pass. Oh, that's not bad, one. Yeah, and the other one I was thinking of before would have been consecutive passes, three consecutive passes, and has to go forward, but that's very hard, ref. But it's but easier, then, ref. It's easier, ref, than 
keeping three up the field because at least you're watching the ball. Yeah. You know, you're not watching where people are in the field because you have enough to do. Yeah. I just don't think three up the field can be ref thrown. No, I don't think it can be ref. I'm saying I'm trying to find another alternative yeah. to it. And the only one I could think of was like, you know, one pass, two pass, third pass, fourth pass has to go forward. It has to go, you know, you sideways, backwards, and then you're going to almost go into a rugby type thing where you know. It's, no, we're not changing anything. We're just going to get on. <laughs> we're not. We're certainly not going to change it there tonight. No. You have no. a question there, ref? Sean Mahan has a question. Friend of the pod as well. Um, he said it's getting towards Thursday or Friday. You're meeting a mate for a spot of lunch. Where in Mayo is the best spot for a bit of lunch? Club sandwich, etc. That's a great question. Where be your go to, Ronan, if you had to go anywhere? For a club sandwich. And well, that's sort of like we're not saying club sandwich particularly now. It could be BLT. Could be just a roll with a goujon. I'm I'm mad at simple players. I work from home. I'd have to go to Susie's Beast Truck Road. I wouldn't go much further. I, I'm not one of these that goes to Jim Rua. Rua. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see me I'm surprised, Rona, because you've good friends in Rua. I do, yeah. <laughs> they respect yeah. you. Ooh, Maybe not us as much. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I be I I go to tools. Yeah, same as self and an all in roll and a bowl of soup and no tools and get it. That does me happy house. Indy, you're on the road to go, but I know you're going to say you're going to say Danny McHughes because you never no, fuck, I don't, you never I'm gonna fucking not, leave the place. I'm I'm not saying. <laughs> I, I, I like Maxwell's in Clamoris. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going for chips, you go to Blue Thunder in Clamoris, is it? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, uh, uh, there's a lovely place in Clanny. You were in Clanny before, weren't you? No? We were. There's an Italian or something down there, Busby Savage. In Clanny. Clanny. Clooney or Clanny? Clanny, w- would you believe, yeah. Yeah. But there is, yes, oh. I've heard about that. But sure, when are you going to be in Clanny? You never uh. drive... It, it never, you never. Uh, when is the Christmas party? The eighth, is it? The eighth, eighth uh, of December. Yeah, we're going to Westport for anyone's around. We're about to have a Christmas party. <laughs> any, any <laughs> wants to come after in that? You're more than welcome. Um, bar that, dad, we might have a couple of pods in between. Then we're very close to a land landmark figure, um, in terms of listenership. So we'll let. Uh, we might do a few bonus Thanks, pauses. Ref, for the people out there. The listeners, the sponsors. Yeah. No, the people that voted me. Yes. Oh, the awards night. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we're in the listeners' choice final five in the awards night in Dublin and the 21st of November. And we're in it because of all the people that listen to the podcast and we've tweeted about it. We've, we've, we've said how appreciative we are of the support especially when it's a small local podcast or it's a local based podcast and to be up with the likes of uh, Alan Clark and talking bollocks it's um it's an honor really and you know what you should do you should dig out the first ever podcast and just stick it up somewhere <laughs> I have so do you have it? I, I think it's on the Balana radio did we do it in your house uh or was it in the, the Balana radio we did I don't know where we did it yeah the car, I think. I think the car. Up in Freeman's probably. I don't know. Uh, Ref, I think you're paying for a few of the listeners to go up to tickets are nice and cheap to that award ceremony. They're hundred what, hundred and fifty quid. Hundred and fifty quid apiece. And what they're 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 dearer if your podcast generates revenue revenue of over a hundred thousand. Is that what that works? <laughs> I think we just fall under. I think we're in the right bracket here now. Uh, what happens if your podcast actually costs you money to do ref? I don't know what's going to happen there. We have uh, I have to email them and ask them, see what the story is. 
Um, but I seen there was a free bar, so we could. We, you we, could make use of that one, Riff. I do a hundred euro worth of damage in Dublin, no problem. No problem. We get a eight euro, eight euro thirty treatment. a pint out in Maastricht Lads. How much? Eight euro thirty a pint. Jesus Christ! Yeah, for the first trip to the bar was quite a painful one. Twenty five euro for three pints. Couple, yeah, I made a couple more as well. Mm. That's the perks <laughs> of of being an international player. It's the perks of an international player. Probably cost me about two hundred quid. Yeah, but you got to see somewhere different. Like you're never going yeah. to be in Maastricht again. No. Ever. Just, uh, just a shout out, ref, the organisation out there in your BNG to be seen like the, the pitch, a council owned pitch, five different sports played on it, and going to be relayed now, uh, um, sometime in the next six months. Uh, council pay for everything, and the interest and the players from all over the country. Girl from Kilmean actually scored one three on the day in question. Uh, we don't realise what's going on over Europe. And R- Rory Duffy, his name came up. He was involved with Den Haag out in Holland before he moved to Poland. Um, some of the people are coming three and four hours on trains just for an hour and a half match. Like You don't hear about it here going across different countries. Tony Bass, the man from Kula, was the man in charge out there. Looked after so well. Yeah. Uh, awards, lads, before we go, because I'm going to be logging off. Um, awards for the weekly thing, weekly weekly prizes, lads. Manager of the week, Walsh Landscape, Daniil, Manager of the week. I have decided to go with Niall Heffernan. Um, close shout between him and John Riley. It was always going to be one of the winning managers anyway. Um, itself John Riley, but I thought I'd give Niall Heffernan the the twist. So I'm going getting with the big one. And then I went for uh, the RT Driving School Ballina Team of the Week. I went with Kilmina um, for doing the bounce, the double bounce, junior to intermediate senior. Um, and then the GRG Player of the Week, Mark Noon. So I'll, I'll post them up on the, on, um, on the socials uh, tomorrow. And that, that'll be it then for a while. In our ref towers, we'll be closing for maintenance work. Uh, for a couple of weeks we might have an odd pod here or there if something happens I have a couple of interviews lined up I want to get them out or get them done and, and, and posted in the, in the meantime but yeah look at lads it was a long year it, it was a funny year in fairness um, for Ronan your phone is on if any club is looking for you you're available still you haven't still my age. You're still, we're still standing as my agent I see yeah yeah, I'm still you're trying on, to get you're, to you're on a retainer. I don't know. Uh, What's that? If I, if I get 10% of your money, I'd make 10 times what I made or spent in or Holland the weekend. What was the name of that fella? Raiola. Mini, Mini Raiola. Mini Raiola. That's in this new job. Agent for agent of the stars. Yeah, um, I, I'm thinking now it'll be easier to get you a job than either the other two, Ronan. But anyway, we I, I, I'll represent them as well. Do you know what? After the weekend and particularly senior final, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> You're gone off and then. Well, uh, you said this last year though, Ron. I know, yeah. I know, you did. You did yeah. say it. you were like, oh, I'm finished with the coach now. I'd just yeah. rather do I a didn't couple say of... finish, but just take a year out. Take yeah. a year yeah. out. And uh, talk... mm-hmm. I'd rather talk shite in the podcast. It's, it's a lot easier. Yeah. And John Stagg was taken out to golf clubs and I'd say he never took them out once this year. What was the highlight of the year? 
I, I thought Kevin Quinn's goal was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. As a moment, as a as a moment. Uh, no, your own your own highlight, like. Oh, my own highlight. Yeah, that made you happiest. Well, it, might, it could be Kevin Quinn. I I I was in, I was going to say beating Bella Green. Personally, beating Bella Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a nice. Ref, in, I enjoyed the day in Kerry. It was very enjoyable. Oh, I was dying that day. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good day. It was a good old day. A good crack. We met a lot of people. Oh. Um. It was, and we didn't expect to win the game. No. We were telling everyone, don't back Mayo. <laughs> the whole way down. Whatever you do, don't back yeah, Mayo. Timmy thinks we, we done the Timmy on him. Yeah, we didn't, though. We didn't. Are Mayo uh, at home to carry this year? Fixture. No, they were I home put, this year, weren't they? I put up the fixtures. The That's the uh, Super 8s. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, no, super eights, would, yeah. They're good weekends in the league, if we can get down to carry or something like that. Yeah. Just the combination that's raw, but they're they're away to Kerry and then they're away the following weekend. The Dublin it's Galway away, Dublin at home, Kerry away. Um hold on. I'll bring I've it up never here. I've never actually done a northern night away, if you know what I mean, and the northern teams just no. night away. I've always done a match, but never actually stayed up on the bear. Might be no. something to probably get our head kicked in. Yeah, that's what I always think when it goes to the wrong place. <laughs> Tyrone away, Ronan. That might be one for you. Roscommon at home, Derry at home, and Monaghan away. I done the Monaghan away trip last year. Went into Jack McCarville's pub and was rightly fucking pissed leaving it. So. <laughs> I um yeah, you speak of accommodation, the Airbnbs and Kelly have been dramatically slashed. <laughs> but the numbers have gone down. Not knockdown prices, as I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we're, hey, we're very, we can lucky, know, very lucky. Very lucky hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thank God. Thank, God. Thank, Thank you, Ronan. You saved it there. That's the only reason we're making jokes. There's no one injured, but Jesus Christ, mental. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's, that eerie silence, can you hear it? That's the sound of 2023 closing the stores. The, the colleges are starting, ref. I might do an odd Twitter spaces the next oh, few weeks. Let me know. Yeah, I was at the Coleman's Ball and Robe game last week. It was an unbelievable game. A uh, little bit of drama then, but um, I, I never I never heard how that played out, ref. Did you? No. Is it a replay? No. no I don't know. don't know. But, um, yeah, from, from te- nine points up to losing the game, it was an exciting game. And... Young Leiden from the Neil is some prospect. Is he getting better? Yeah, I think he scored 3-7. And I'm sure tonight when we look at the score, the needle racked up, he probably got the most of it as well. I'd say so. I'd and say myself so. and Tommy Conroy are an exciting prospect next year in intermediate football. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. It's not a bad combo. Two Tommies. Twin Tommies. Um, that's it, lads. That's, that's it. it. Um. We'll see what the future holds. <laughs> Over thanks, and out. Thanks for everything, lads. Right. This is the end of the pod. Finished. Gone. <laughs> for, forever. Forever. Yeah, you're never going to hear from me again.